three children together. I have been attending Newtown Bible since summer of 2019. I was first introduced to this church by my son, Stephen. I'll never forget what he said to me. Mom, you need to find a good, solid church that teaches the word of God. Peter 1.2.2. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. I would like to give a glimpse into the past and leading up to my acceptance of Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am the youngest in a family of nine and come from somewhat of a Catholic background. From what I understood at the time about God was, well, if I'm a good person and if I went to church every now and then and also prayed only when something wasn't turning out the way I wanted, I thought for sure that I was going to heaven. That was the extent of my relationship with God. For my home life was troublesome, and my parents were leaning on their own understanding of what they knew about raising children. My father came from an abusive background, and my mother had a learning disability that led her unable to read and write. My father worked day and night for his family, and my mother worked tirelessly in the home to care for us children. This left both of my parents under a lot of stress. My father began to drink a lot and he became argumentative and abusive toward my mother. When my older brothers would try to stop him, they were unsuccessful. This abuse went on for years and became a normal part of life. This would eventually leave me feeling unloved, unworthy, and afraid to trust anyone and also affect the way I would socialize at school. Looking for accept acceptance, I began to hang out with the wrong crowd. As a result of this, my sin grew greatly. This ended up being short-lived because the love of my life, Stephen, who's by, by my, the love of my life, Stephen, my now husband pulled me out of the wreckage when I was 16. A couple years later, my brother Chris committed suicide, which left me questioning God's goodness. Again, I found myself in a dark place and I just wanted to drown in my sorrows through the use of alcohol. Up until the age of 23, when I got pregnant with Stephen, I lived a lifestyle that was characterized by self-destruction. Drinking, partying, and clubbing were a regular part of my life. My pregnancy brought me temporary joy, but after I had my son, I fell into a deep depression, feeling unequipped and inadequate for motherhood. The state of mind I was caused me to seek counseling for several years. I found talk therapy to be helpful during this time of my life. I was able to rehash all the memories of the past that caused me to feel this way. I was on the way to recovery and my life was looking brighter. I soon popped the question to Steve about marriage. 
And even though we had talked about it in the past, I just didn't see the point, the point in it. My view of marriage had been tainted. My husband and I were married in 1996. Stephen was three, three years old. Life went on. I was going through the motions and just getting by. I would eventually begin a job as a nursing assistant for an elderly woman who had suffered a stroke. I would go to the house every morning, and sure enough, a Bible was in sight and open on the kitchen table. Excuse me, my mouth is dry. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's see, okay. As I began to get to know this family, her husband, Mr. McMichael, would share stories of the Bible, but didn't share the gospel. For the first time, the Lord would plant a seed in my heart. I had never seen such an immeasurable love demonstrated by a husband for his wife. This was a man of faith whose character was the first glimpse that I would have into Christ. Later on, through my current job, God would plant a seed, a second seed in my life through a friendship I had formed with my dear friend, Siv. She was patient and gentle and different from everybody else. I would confide in her, and soon she would invite me to church. At first, I was unsure if I should go, because over my lifetime, I had continually rejected him and proved that I was not a follower, follower of him. I decided to go anyway and ended up, stay, ended up staying. The year was 2014. I spent several years at the church, but not once did I hear the gospel. Romans 1:36. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. The, the people were loving and kind, but I was still a dead sinner without Christ and without a living hope. In 2006, my mouth is so dry. I'm sorry. I'll never, okay. In 2016, my son Stephen, who had joined the Marines and had recently become a Christian, had come, come home on leave. I'll never forget, he couldn't wait to share the gospel news of Jesus Christ. We were out to lunch at a Jewish diner with my mom and sisters. I began to comprehend the issue of the sin and my need for a savior because more became more clear. Though I began to have knowledge, yeah, I need it, I'm sorry, my mouth is so dry. <laughs> I think I'm just nervous. <laughs> I, I drink so much coffee and <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor Julie. Okay. All right. Now where did I leave off here? Okay. Okay, so though I began to have knowledge, my heart was still not submitted. During the summer of 2019, I began attending Newtown Bible, and for the very first time, I started to understand more and more about the gospel and what the Lord had done for me by sending his son in God's image 
to suffer a cruel and painful death on the cross, and then raise him up in the spirit to save us sinners, for all who believe in him. I was continually watching sermons, reading scripture, and I started to pray, and I was attending an adult Bible study. Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened for you. Fast forward to COVID-19. During March of last year, I was working and caring for patients at the height of the coronavirus. There was minimal staff to care for the weak and frail as they got the virus and the staff was overwhelmed with the dying bodies that were being wrapped and stored in our parking lot. People all around me were sobbing and this quickly became one of the darkest days of my life. While on shift, I cried out to the Lord to plead with him for the strength and, and to get through this day. Soon after, I found the strength and resilience to not only handle my responsibilities, but also encourage and comfort my coworkers in the midst of the death that was all around us. After the day was over, I started to reflect on the events that occurred. I started sobbing in my car and saying out loud, I love you, Lord, and realizing I was a sinner who needed a savior. That day, for the first time, I experienced his grace and glory. Being without Christ, I am dead in my sin and without hope. In Christ, I have found a new hope through his son, Jesus Christ, John 3.16. The Lord has revealed to me through his living word that we live in a fallen world full of sin with the desire of the flesh and temptation and in need of a savior. In Christ, I'm able to forgive others the way Christ has forgiven me. I've become sensitive to the sin in my life and avoid temptation. Even though I am still a sinner, I am saved by God's grace through faith. The Lord is blessing my marriage. I've become a more forgiving and understanding wife. I now look to God's peace when I have anxiety. Philippians 4 verse 6. The Lord is blessing me to be able to share the gospel at work every other Sunday. I have organized a small group of residents that participate in prayer, scripture, and praises. The Lord has, has blessed us with a hymnal singer and a poem Christian writer whom partake in the service. Glory be to God, he or orchestrated all of this. Today I declare to the church and to the whole world that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Dry mouth and all that I'm was a clear that testimony. Was, that was bad. My mouth hasn't, like, I don't know why my mouth came so dry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, dry mouth and all. It was a yeah. clear testimony okay. of the saving grace Thank of Christ. Thank you. Thank you. And Patty is a trophy of his grace, and it is a delight to see uh, that one who had no interest in Christ is now wanting to share that grace of God in Christ with others and demonstrating that life in her own as she seeks to walk in holiness and obedience and Realizing we don't do that perfectly, but we have a perfect Savior. That's right. And it's to his glory that we now baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bless us all. <laughs>